In today's gospel passage, we hear someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? And of course, Jesus always challenges us, right? He states, strive to enter through the narrow gate. Many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. Jesus is so patient, is he not? He is so patient. He waits for our response. And I'm sure that it delights him that we are all here this morning. He waits for that response. And so for the Christian, yes, we must pray. We must pray to, for the gift of everlasting life, the gift of heaven. And if we follow him, we will be saved. He ultimately came, obviously, to, to save us. What his name means. The word Jesus, of course, means the one who saves. My prayer for each of us is that we would say his name often throughout the day. Always, of course, in a reverent manner. It grieves me when I hear it said, his name said irreverently. May we pray always that on our coming out of our mouths and on our lips is praise of the Lord. And if we have this type of adoration, we're praying often to our blessed mother, we're praying to our guardian angel, we're praying often to St. Michael, we will realize that at times we don't always do this. So that would lead us then to a deep sense of contrition, where we would have to acknowledge, as we do at the beginning of the Mass, in the confidier, beating our breast and asking for God's mercy. And at the end of that prayer, we also ask, praying that my brothers and sisters pray to me, for the, to the Lord our God. They pray for me, to the Lord our God. And how often do we do this? Do we pray for ourselves? Do we pray for each other? As an example, there was a horrible accident out in the Fairfax County area. Yesterday, I was driving and I heard it on the radio. My first thought was to pray, to pray for those people. At least, at least one person, at least one person died in this horrible accident that involved a number of cars and a tractor trailer, if I have the information correct. But that was my first thought. And do we, do we, are we so like consumed with Jesus as a kid when I was in school, in grade school, not too far from here, just a few miles from here, St. James School in Falls Church, Whenever there would be a, a siren that would come by, what would we do? We would stop what we were doing, and we would begin to pray for that, those people that were involved in us. We had like no idea who, the, what the situation was, but that is like etched in my memory. And to this day, when I, when I hear fire truck, 
some type of ambulance. I try to, to stop what I'm doing and to pray. It's that type of thing that we, we move through life and we always have our, our eyes and our ears wide open to always be paying attention to what people are saying to us and what is their posture and that we're always, in the sense, that we are always on duty with the Lord. If we are doing this, then we would certainly, we would have hearts filled with gratitude, right? So grateful to be here this morning. So grateful to see all of you here this morning. It's an awesome sight because grace is at work. You have responded. You have come from your homes to this home, this church, this Catholic home that is ours in this area. You've come to worship Almighty God. In some cases, with your spouse. In some cases, with your children. Possibly with grandchildren. Who knows? Maybe even great-grandchildren. I don't know. That's when you're really blessed, you know, if you're a great-grandmother or great-grandfather, you know. May we pray that we can always, again, be so in love with the Lord that we seek him. And this would then lead us to always offering, offering prayers, that supplication, that intercessory prayer. So often as a priest, so many people will ask me in a given day, given week, please pray for a particular situation. As I come to the altar, I do lift up those intentions, and there are many, many intentions. I can assure you of that. So may we continue to seek the Lord, to know that we are going through the narrow gate, that Jesus awaits us. He goes ahead of us. He prepares the way for us. We simply have to be responding to his graces, not squandering the graces, not stifling the Holy Spirit. No, we live with the Holy Spirit, the promptings of the Holy Spirit. We pray for a, a newness each day. As it was stated by St. Augustine about the church, ever ancient, ever new. My prayer is that at each Mass that we go to, there is a freshness to the Mass. Yes, we know what's going to happen, but again, we will be eyewitnesses of a miracle on this altar just a matter of minutes from now. And to be able to receive our Lord Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ, to be able to receive Jesus Christ, that needs to change us. And we have within us, through the sacraments, through, through all that the church, that, that, that she offers, that the church offers, we have everything at our fingertips. And so we move, we move with the Lord, we ask him to help us, and we have great fortitude, we don't, we're not afraid, we don't live in fear, and whatever happens, he will be with us. That's the way we must live, friends, in this year of 2019, that we, we cannot live in fear, <clears throat> but 
society would want us to be crippled by fear, to be paralyzed by fear. And I stand before you this morning, please do not live in fear. The Christian knows how the story ends. And we that follow Jesus Christ are wise people. And one day, one day, and maybe sooner than we realize, we will be with him in heaven with all the angels and saints. Amen.